America is an irradiated wasteland. Within it lies a city. Outside the boundary walls, a desert. The cursed earth. Inside the walls, a cursed city. Stretching from Boston to Washington, D.C. An unbroken, concrete landscape. 800 million people living in the ruin of the old world. And the megastructures of the new one. Megablocks. Mega highways. Mega City One. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's gonna be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. If you're a shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? Raise taxes on people. That's not the way. That... Corporations are people, my friend. We can raise taxes on... Of course they are. Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. So, where do you think it goes? I can report to the American people and to the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. All right, Hey, everybody. everybody happy Fucking New Year. Can you guys hear us? Can you see us? Hi. Hey, hey everybody. Hi. Happy fucking New Year. I'm just in a mood. God, that, I hate the fucking That intro winter. was from the Carl Urban version of Dread. Can I tell you that it was so fucking cold today? Mm. There is absolutely no fucking reason it needs to be that cold. It was three when I left my house this morning. Yeah. Three. It should never be colder outside than it is in my freezer or my Black soul. So five or six. Yeah, maybe seven. <laughs> it's just so goddamn uh, stupid. Like what? I understand, you know, circle of life, shit has to die, rebirth, blah, blah, fucking blah. But three. Yeah, but does three actually the solve the homeless that? problem? Does not. Well, I <laughs> hope so. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm not drunk this time, so wow. I have no excuse. Oh, does to, to, three solve the homeless problem? Wow. Now let me let me go back and say that uh, I uploaded the wrong episode last week uh, because I wasn't paying attention, oh. and uh, Bunny caught it for me, which was nice. Um, what I did was I selected um, on the screen where, you, where we upload everything, I selected the proper episode, but it no longer scans it to get the length to put it in, and I like to put the length of the show up there so yeah. everybody can see, oh, fucking assholes did another three-hour show. So I typed in one, and then the, the colon, and then 43, because it was like an hour and 43 minutes, and it brought up episode 143. Really? And put that up, and I didn't notice it because I had already done that part. 
So that's funny. People got a little bit of a bonus there. <laughs> bonus, yeah, retro. So yeah, yeah. What episode we on? Two, intro. What two twenty nine? Right, Jesus. Yeah, boy. So yeah, uh, start off with the I fucked up last week, um, and for this episode, um, I did all the prep work about five minutes ago, and I have done at work. I've done. Excuse me. I think it was. What did I say? 88? Something like that. 88 hours in the last six or seven days. I don't know. And here's the weird part. Like, my alarm goes off and I've been getting out of bed. Like, pretty much right away. Yeah. Because I'm trying to beat the traffic to work. Now, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, no problem. There's no traffic. Then all of a sudden, on yeah. fucking Wednesday, everybody decides they want to go back to work. So I leave, and what was normally taking 20 to 40 minutes, depending, took an hour. So like my getting in there at 7.30 instead of 8.30 ended up being like 8.15. Yeah. So, But whatever. I managed to be in before I was supposed to every day. So I got a shit ton of stuff done. Which was nice. I actually learned today, not today, yesterday, in Audacity, how to edit a track, a a six-channel audio track. We have this trailer for something called The Last Reef that we're getting in the end of February. And um, the trailer is all music and a little bit of sound effects. There's no voiceover. There's just a subtitle that runs across the bottom. Okay. And then it says The Last Reef. And um, there's no green band in the front. There's no. There's nothing. It just says the last reef, and then whatever stuff you read. And between us, on a non-professional level, that's not how you set up your trailers. No. Because every single other trailer we have has a now playing, a coming soon, right. and a blank. You know, one. Right. This had nothing. It was just the just the audio. And we're worried that people are going to think this is some kind of like environmental thing yeah. or a website they need to go to or or should go to. And it's not a movie that we're getting, even though clearly it's a right. film. So my boss wanted to make a slide that would show at the end from the upper upper booth slide projector. And that's not a bad idea. But I would have to, if it's 30 seconds long, or, or if it's 10 seconds long, I have to count out, you know, 240 right. frames and make sure that's all synced up and then do the cues in the computer, make sure that's all right and everything. And I'm thinking to myself, and I hope he's not listening to this, I'm thinking, how can I do this a lot easier? <laughs> I thought, well, we have that trailer for Rescue, and it has coming soon to this theater. And then there's another version that says, now playing at this theater. And I thought to myself, even if there's a little tiny bit of music underneath that, I might be able to do something with that. Fortunately, all the shit for the rescue trailer stops and then the dude says it so I could isolate oh, that, right? And then I I just I opened up Audacity and I got all six tracks and and the the music which would be dialogue type tracks was on uh one, three and five. So it's, it's, it's left center right. and right. Uh, two and th two and four are 
surround-ish type speakers, and then six is the is the bass. It's like a five point one mix that they have. So I aligned it where it looked good, but then I had to remix and 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 put it together into one track, right. one, three, and five. But I had to make sure it was the right volume. I had to make sure they were all synced up because you can't have now come now coming, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I did something that I didn't know Audacity could do. It actually could save it as a six-channel thing that the, the computer takes and says, oh, there's channel one. We'll send that over there. And there's channel two. Yeah, and that's cool. you know how long it took? 17 minutes. 25 minutes. Oh, wow. That's cool. That was it. Yeah. And I was so confident that I did it right. We didn't test it. We just put it on the on the five <laughs> o'clock one, and we're like, because the thing is, you set your in and out points for your synchronization yeah. on the trailer. So I could put in fucking. We didn't start the fire for the trailer, and it would come in at the start, right. and it would cut out at you know one minute, nineteen seconds, and fourteen frames. Which I should do that one day to somebody, just like an April Fool's joke, just <laughs> for one trailer, just have a song. And get fired for it, probably. But well, um, <laughs> sometimes a good practical joke is worth losing your job. No, I heartily disagree with you on that. Um, but yeah, I was actually pretty impressed with myself that first I came up with that idea, and then that I could actually implement that change what is essentially a movie's soundtrack. I made sure too. I'm like, is there going to be any issue with this? Yeah. Is there copyright? Is there, you know, license agreements or any of that? He's like, yeah. And my boss is like, you know what? People need to know what it is. Thanks. We're not, we're not fundamentally altering the trailer. We're just adding that. Right. And that could be part of our announcement system that overrides it. So, and it sounds good. It's actually at a nice level because I kind of know what I'm doing. I realized, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you sound surprised. I'm, I'm surprised mostly that I figured out a way to have it save all six okay. because, um, for another one that I did, I had to save tracks one and two, and then I would drop that into one point uh, oh, okay. for one and two and three and four and five and six. But if you have all six, you can just drop it into one and two and it'll know where to send yeah. all of them. It's a lot easier to have oh, it all yeah. in one file. So I was pretty happy that I came up with that solution. Cool. So Welcome and then and then when we have the movie, I change it to now showing at this theater. Cool. It's got a deep voice because the other option was for me to record it. <laughs> and as much as I would want to do that, because my ego says do it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get it done, and the, the other yeah. dude's voice is way more in a world movie. Yeah. yeah. So that worked out pretty good. What was good. his name? Something Fontaine. Frank? Oh, I think it was Frank Fontaine or something like that. I don't like know. That. That, that, sounds, that sounds... Doesn't that sound right? Somebody. Know. Somebody of the, Who's the, of in the, the world? three people. <laughs> All right. So what's going on? What, there was something I wanted to talk about, and I don't... Hey, you know what I don't like? Um... I know this is like good luck. Everything? <laughs> no, I'm actually doing a lot better now. Um, like it was some kind of mental disease know, or something, right? right? No, I see a lot of girls wearing uh, skirts and tights, which I totally appreciate. Mm -hmm. All right, 
I really enjoy now the skirts not tucked into the tights. No. What? Okay. All right. What? No, I, I I I appreciate when people are confident enough to show their legs. That's nice. But what ruins it for me is when people wear those big thick boots. Yeah. Because the boots come right up to mid calf. Yeah. Okay, and here's here's where watching all of this what not to wear is gonna come in handy. Because it took okay. me gayest thing you've ever said. The night is young. Second. Second gayest <laughs> thing you've ever said. But but it, it it okay. So these big clunky Viking boots, right? The the Ugg boots. Mm-hmm. They they come up to the mid the mid calf, and that's where the leg starts to thin out mm-hmm. and go down to the ankle, on everybody. Yeah, and that's what gives the leg its shape. And yeah. when you cut it off mid calf, mid mid calf, you get this straight rectangular like Lego block looking leg and it actually makes the legs look chunkier yeah, than they really it, are. It gives the effect of, oh, they're just wearing the little last bit of a Chewbacca costume. <laughs> and honestly, I'm uh, it it kind of ruins the whole leg. I don't yeah. know. I mean Ellen knows I look at, at, at girls. I know Ellen looks at guys. So there's no problem. I we can... were right on the Frank Fontaine thing. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, and he's dead. Yeah, we knew he was dead. Well, so he's not in this world. No. Um, but it, it really disappoints Thank me where you, it's man. like, you've put together a great outfit up to right below your knees. Then you fucked the whole thing up. However, there are a lot of girls out there that wear ankle boots or really tight knee-high leather boots. Yeah, those are good. Good job, because now you've shaped your leg and... You now look good. All right, so that's it's, um, that's something that's been bugging me for a long time. That's our segment on Fashion Friday. If you want to wear UGG boots, wear fucking sweatpants with them because then you just don't give a shit about anything. But if you're going to spend all that time getting dressed to look good, don't fuck up the lines with the boots. So that sums it up. Don't fuck it up with UGGs. Yeah. One of the taglines that they probably didn't use don't fuck it up Ooh, there you go well done thanks so i called verizon uh at the north shore verizon (laughs) and i called them because first i wanted to know if um if i took ellen in there on her birthday to get the iphone Mm -hmm. um would that be a wasted trip they don't have fours and four S's, but they have fives. Okay. I'm like, all right, fine. So then what I wanted to do was what you did. Yeah. Have her, you know, call it while right. she's opening it. And um, our our phone, our accounts aren't together. So I don't oh, really? have. Yeah, because she got one of those uh, pay-as-you-go oh, ones. Yeah. Like I, I went from my uh, shitty T-Mobile Razor phone yes. to the iPhone. I like jumped all these like generations yeah. of, of technology and I went to Verizon and mine was separate because, um, work subsidizes oh, yeah, that true. because I'm technically on call. Um, so she got to pay as you go cause she doesn't really use it, but she uses her iPod, uh, fucking lot. And, um, she never takes her phone with her, and the thing's always fucking dead. It's got the shittiest battery in it that I've ever seen. It's this little, like, plastic throwaway Barbie-type, yeah. you know, phone. Like, 
I don't mean, you know, oh, she's a girl, it's a Barbie phone. I mean, like, I it's the it. same quality that you get with a Barbie doll that comes with a tiny cell phone and one that you can use. It, right. does, it might as well have fucking candy in it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so... I, I asked them, and they said, "They said, well, you are you an account manager on our on our on our on our account?'" No, I'm I'm not. Um, well, she could add you, and then all you would have to do is come in and show your license. I said, "Yeah, her birthday's on Friday, so if I ask anything, it's going to be suspicious." Right yeah. now, they're probably thinking I'm some kind of crazy yeah, fucking exactly. stalker, and so I know at this point I have to be super agreeable and super nice. So they don't like be like, yeah. this is the phone number it came from. Go get this guy. <laughs> um, I said, well, thank you. I appreciate the old privacy laws and right. all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, I understand. I said, better for me to ask than to drive all the way down there and, you know, look like a fool in person. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so I'll figure something else out and we'll do that. So um, I ordered a case for for the phone. Um, cause you know, you have a bunch of different cases because it makes it feel like you have a new phone every time you put a new case <laughs> on it. Right. Um, so I went through some reviews and stuff cause buying a phone case is kind of hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so I have the card and I put the cash in it because if the cash isn't there, it's like, oh, well, we'll just do it later, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And then I thought, well, I could go get a Verizon gift card probably, but then I'd have to drive all the way over to the mall. <laughs> and I wasn't anywhere near it. That's the yeah. thing. Because um, I was, uh, uh, you know, tonight I stopped in Target and I got a bunch, they had a bunch of 80s style, like happy birthday stuff. Like, oh, really? But yeah, like neon stripe plates and stuff. So I, I am got, so I got bothered by the stuff. fact that sometimes the 80s are represented by neon. Oh, totally. They, they okay. are. That is, that is there the 80s. There was not that much neon in the 80s. There was a little bit. There, there was a lot when I was four years behind you. When you were growing up with your Def Leppard t-shirts, it was different. But when you were breakdancing. No, I am not wearing bowling shoes. I'm just wearing a pair of Chucks. <laughs> They're just very red. So, yeah, I got all the party stuff today. I found the My Little Pony card, which the girls loved. They mm. signed their names in it. So I just tucked cash in there. And, like, we don't, I don't have anything bigger than the, the 16 gig. Yeah. Um, and she she has, like, an 8 or a 4 gig iPod. So it's, like, she can hold nothing on it. So... You know, we're quadrupling the size of stuff that she can carry. So tomorrow, when when I'm home and the girls go to school, she goes in super early. She goes in for like 5, 5.30. Wow. So she can leave at 2 and her day is done and we go get the girls together. So I thought I would drop her off at the mall, give her the card, give her the, the you know, open it in the car on the right. way over there. And I'll say, call me. We'll be at the toy store. And then she can go do it. She can yeah. take her time, and and because I can't do it for her, right? Because I'd I'd really like to. Uh, and then when we get home, I had, I made a, a book through iPhoto. Like, big. did it show up? Oh yeah, it's a, it's actually over there. It did show up actually the day after Christmas. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to give it to her for Christmas. Yeah. But I actually managed to put some pictures from the show we did at the museum where she did the logo for the background. Yeah. Uh, she still doesn't know what song. Uh, well, she knows what songs because I was playing. My mom doesn't know. That's going to be a surprise. When do we get to see video? From I don't her? have it yet. They're still editing it. So, but one of the one of the AV guys left. So they're 
a little shorthanded. So probably falls, you know, behind a yeah. little bit. I can't remember when I got the other one. It's so January sometime. Yeah. So so we'll do that and she'll get the phone and that'll be good. And then with all this overtime I had this week, I'll probably upgrade in about two weeks. Yeah. Because I'm 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 all set for an upgrade. But that's that's how good a husband I am. She can go to the five. Like I didn't upgrade and give her my old phone. Yeah. It's like you know what you you can have that all for yourself and because I'm usually the the dick that's like oh I you can't to. have the better technology exactly than me. yeah yeah that's yeah. me in my house but Olivia is now beating me <laughs> for us but I'll get the five in a little bit um what was I gonna say but the upgrade like discount isn't even that good it's not what I expected it to be why what it's two hundred bucks right for the phone yeah but it's like it's like thirty dollars off. Like, okay, well, you want me to stick with you? Make it worth it. Hmm. I don't know. $30 is $30, I suppose. But um, You think she'll get the white or the black? Probably black. Yeah. Because insert racial stereotype here. Well, yeah. <laughs> Once you go black, you never buy the white phone. I don't like the white one. I mean, I, I like the idea of it. I, it just... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it looks all right. The black looks like classy and sleek. The white just looks, eh. hey, look, we made it in white. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. So, I don't know. (sighs) Sorry, everybody. (laughs) I'm just, um, I'm tired. As you can hear, my voice is pretty shitty still. Mm. I yeah. almost wish it would just disappear for a couple of days. Oh, your voice. I was really surprised that it snowed. Like, snowed and then the snow stuck around. Like, it's still here. Ugh. Granted, it's like a half an inch to an inch. Well, how much did you get around Well, you here? got about three inches. Really? In my house. You yeah. saw what we had. It took like me nothing. Saturday. It took me. Granted, I went to Medford because I dropped off one of the actresses, but. Hmm. Um, it should have taken me 45 minutes to get home, even doing that. Was that the day that it started? This was I Saturday, can't, I yeah. can't remember. This was Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had to drive home from, from Boston in that. It, it was me bad. almost two hours. Like for 11, the amount At 11 snow, o'clock at night. What time were you driving home? About then, yeah, actually. For the amount of snow we had, it was incredibly hazardous. Yeah. I was very surprised. And then Sunday night. <laughs> was it Sunday night? No, I should get in the frame. <laughs> I had a night where, like, I'm at the theater and my car wouldn't start because uh, it was so damn cold. Yep. And um, so then I didn't, like, once, because Scott jumped it, and then mm. I didn't let it sort of run just long enough, just sort of recharging itself. Oh. So it died halfway home, so I got stuck oh. in Top's field. So I got to call Julie. Oh. She's not answering her phone. So a half hour calling her mm. between her and Olivia. Like, uh, I'm glad I'm not dead in a ditch. Cause... Well, the good thing is, though, that she can just get up and go because the kids are old enough to leave yeah. there. Yeah, and Olivia just stayed with Frankie, so. That's good. Um, And then the next day, I um, I used the van to jumpstart and then just sort of, because my car died. She jumped me there. Mm. I didn't, again, I didn't spend enough time. I just drove and it got me, it was enough to just get me home. Uh. And, um, 
And I was afraid that like the alternator was fucked up. Oh, yeah. I just got one last year. So um, I had the belt snap on me once when I was driving back from Bridgewater. You'd be surprised how fast that shit drains out. Yeah. It's like it's like getting hit like with, with an ion cannon. It's like, oh, I lost my radio. Yeah. All right. Well, why are my lights getting dim? Oh, fuck, the car stopped. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, but it was really weird because, like, if I would, it was this really weird thing because the lights in my dash were definitely dimmed. But as I hit the gas more, mm-hmm. went a little faster. Okay. They got a little brighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I Because that one belt's, like, doing everything. Was, yeah. yeah. So I was just, because um, <laughs> I was, uh, but I was on back roads going, like, through Topsfield, uh-huh. so I couldn't go really very fast. Oh, yeah. I should have just taken the highway, and that might have actually worked out better. Right, right. But so then the next day, I just, like, let it run for about a half an hour, mm. charge itself up. That's good. And then it was fine. And then it was so cold, like, the next day or two days yeah. later that um, I couldn't go to – I couldn't get to work in mm. the morning. The Saturn that I had, the red Saturn that was a stick. I remember that car. It w- w- And that was uh, the last or the second to last year I had it. It would get – it was it was so cold in those winters. Like we're talking like 14 below at night. That when I would get up in the morning, no matter how long I ran the car, I couldn't shift it. It was like that frozen. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I um What you looking at? Nothing. I was just looking at the chat. Okay. It's it's kind of funny when you look through and it says we got about eight, we haven't gotten dick. It's it's kind of funny to like what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, do you see anything new? Um, no. Hmm. I, um, the kids went to see Cirque du Soleil. Okay. And it was really funny. Cole came out about, well, Julie ended up, you know, how my wife goes to the movies with a young one. Yeah. She ends up going she's in, in the 10 building. minutes and then yeah. she's in the building walking around. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's funny because George even said, you know, I don't think I've ever seen Julie watch a whole movie. <laughs> So um, she was in the lobby just hanging out. Then Cole comes out, and he just shakes his head. He says, I have no idea what is going on. He says, there's like, there's, he said, there's just the smallest idea of maybe a story, and the rest of it is just crazy. Well, yeah, so that's all it is, here. right? Yeah. It's just And then Olivia comes out. She's like, Dad, you have to see this. I'm like, is it good? She's like, oh, no, no, no. It's horrible, but it's freaky <laughs> to see. There's a rabbit's head that turns over, and it walks on its ears, and... She said it's like some weird dream because you ate Chinese food too late or something. Wow. But And then Lily just came out going, I'm glad we didn't pay for that. Wow. Glowing endorsements. So I have to see it now. Yes, you do. You do. I imagine it'll be just as freaky as when Homer went to go see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ellen and I watched on New Year's Eve... <laughs> It was not the last movie I watched of the year. Uh, What's your number? Oh. With with the house bunny and Captain America? Yeah. And fucking Spock was in it? Yeah. It was kind of funny. Yeah, I heard it was good. It was filmed in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird because, like, they show a street, and I'm like, I got the phone. I'm going to fucking Google that. And I'm like, oh, look, it's right there. Oh, look, that is actually the street they're on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the Museum of Modern Art or the Institute of Contemporary Art and stuff. And it's like, 
no fucking museum, so fuck that movie. <laughs> I didn't see my place. But uh, And it's weird because like, you see all the shots on the Charles and it's like it's literally right fucking there. Right. It's like just out of frame. And I'm like, oh, come on, one shot. Because <laughs> I was working there when it was done, so it'd be like, you know, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Because how many places, you know, do you see where you've worked on, you yeah. know, in a movie? Uh, unless it's, you know, Times Square and right. you work in any one of those thousands of places there. But it wasn't bad. Um, she's she's pretty funny. She's very funny. What's her, yeah. what's her name? Anna Ferris. Thank you. Yeah, it's late for me. Uh, and Chris Evans is good. I think that was one yeah. of his better roles, you know, outside of Fantastic Four. You know, Sunshine, Captain America, and this. He was actually kind of charming, I thought. Well, what else has he and, done, really? And they both actually got naked to, like, the same, like, level. It's like, oh, one for him, one for her. There you go. She's 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 doing more, like, 80s sex comedy type yeah. nudity roles, which is, which is kind of funny. So, yeah, I like her. I think she's a trip. Yeah. Um, so I would sort of recommend it if you're in the mood for something kind of funny. It's totally predictable, of course, but um, because you know you know who's gonna end up with who, and really with a romantic comedy like that, it's all about how it happens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but you know how you know that it's going to happen. There was but it's there, about there's that the one journey. point where it's like, oh well, here's the part where they get mad at each other. Yeah, it's like oh, but that movie um, but I, if the characters you, are good, that actually didn't. It didn't feel as contrived as a lot of the other formulaic that. ones. That I was liked a good I one. Love you, man. That was fun. I liked it because um, what's his face there from the Muppets? He wasn't a dick. He was a, like a legitimately yeah. nice guy. They were both just nice people. There was no, there was no real bad guy between yeah, the two. Yeah, there of was them. no like sort of underhanded like. Yeah. It's like they know, just wanted to be friends. Otherwise, a gender thing yeah. or anything. There's no freaky like. Oh, I bury people in my basement. Oh, this is actually a pretty funny story. I love this segue. Like, like that? Yeah. So <laughs> there's a guy, um, I don't want to describe too much, but there's a person who comes into Starbucks every now and again, right? Mm-hmm. And he's very intense and very recognizable. And he's just very, it's very interesting. And one of the other people I work with there says, because um, he comes in a couple times a day. Okay. And again, he's very intense. A couple he's times very, a day? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, like before and after work or like random? No, like within a few hours in the morning or whatever. Okay. And um, she said that someone that I work with is convinced that he comes in. <laughs> every, time he, every time he comes in is just after he's murdered someone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so today he comes in and I think of that. Yeah. And now in my head is that, you know... I have to go return videotapes, you know, <laughs> that he's this serial killer. And I can't get it. I almost laughed in his face today. <laughs> it was so incredibly funny. That was my funny story. That's good. And and it's not like you can bring up like, oh, what do you do for a living? Yeah. Kind of things. Or who'd you kill today? Exactly. Exactly. How far do you have to dig down in your basement? Now, the last, the last two movies we watched uh, on New Year's Eve, it's kind of like... Like I used to, I used to have this ritual of like the last thing I, of the year that I would buy would have to be whatever the mm-hmm. first thing, and now ah, fuck that, I don't have the time for that. Um, 
but still it's 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 like one channel will always show Star Wars and one will always show Lord of the Rings. So mm. we finished um what's your number um at 11:59 it ended. So I pressed stop cuz it was an on demand and um fucking return of the Jedi's on and I'm like, <laughs> that counts. That's good because I don't have to watch all of it now to count it as watched it. Right. Um so um we have this ritual that she does because she is not of the same mindset as me where um, it's bringing money into the house to like be financially prosperous and whatever. And you know what? I can't argue because yeah. you know, we're still living in this house as shitty as it is. Um, you know, you, you go outside and then we hear all the everybody fireworks and whatever guns going off and stuff and you walk in the house and the money is the first thing that goes in the house because it's symbolic for the you know whatever so we go outside and it's always like 14 below and it's fantastic so we come back in and return of the jedis on i'm like all right that's good that's not a bad way i'm gonna go to bed because i'm fucking exhausted and i have to work in the morning yeah for 12 hours but i worked and then i went home That's that's but awesome. Was, but it was late, and I think that's when my car fucked up. I don't night. do. I, I've never really. I did a, a New Year's Eve party once, but I don't. I don't. No, but but you know what's really interesting, and I heard a couple of people reference New Year's Eve as this as amateur night. <laughs> how do you mean? You know, just out partying and stuff. So everybody, you know, just in terms of like drinking and people who are dumbasses when they're out drinking, oh. that it's amateur night. Oh, okay. That people just go crazy, and I think it's yes, I the just Darwin it Award really auditions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just my personality where it's like I don't, I don't know. New Year's doesn't mean anything to me. It never really has. Um. Like, I were I closed and then opened New Year's Eve to New Year's Day at work, so mm-hmm. every the other people right. I work with could have it off. Um, so then I could do Christmas Eve. I would I would have that off because we're closed Christmas Day. We're closed Thanksgiving right. Day. So I wanted you know that I didn't want to go in the day after Christmas. I don't want to go in the right. day after Thanksgiving except to close. But Christmas is the most important one because we all get together for that. Right. And, so like New Year's, like even through the theater, it's like the one that's always mattered to me was been Christmas Day because we would split it up into four hour shifts. I would I would open or take the 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 ten to two or whatever shift um, because I needed from like four o'clock on. Um, but New Year's Eve, whatever. Yeah, that's never. You know, been I work. I, I used to work. I used to take the Super Bowl shifts. I didn't care. Yeah, whatever. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I I don't make resolutions, but through the um, through the weight loss sub site from the show on Facebook that we have, yeah. um, I've been talking and I've been talking with Ellen about this, and I've been thinking about this a lot. And this might sound weird, but when I was younger, I played lacrosse, I skateboarded, I rode my bike everywhere. I was in good shape. Yeah. I have pictures to prove it. Oh, you yeah. know, Pixar no. didn't happen. Oh, yeah. no, I got it. Um, and I had a good, you know, body and, and everything. And I, the people that I was with when I was in shape, they, they're not, you know, her. So in my mind, I feel like, 
she deserves that more than those people yeah. did. And I'm trying to find a way to motivate myself to do it. And I'm thinking that this is a good way is that the people that don't matter got me when I was in good physical condition and we're married. I've known her since I'm motioning to the door every time I say Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Well, because she's, if I go through that door, through the door, up the stairs, through through the door, through another door, she's right there. Oh, yeah. So just hop, skip, and jump. And uh, up the stairs, yeah. Um, Do not skip up the stairs. No, or down. That's even more dangerous. Um so I, I feel like I've known her since I was five or six years old. It's been a very long time. So I feel that I owe her yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, no, that, that I sense. should I I should be something she would want to look at and not go, fat fuck. <laughs> um, and maybe that's what will motivate me. That along with the uh, this summer we're going to have um, possibly – uh, for the Bricklemeyer side of the family, the, the everybody's going to be together. Yeah, and I don't want the pictures to be everybody, and then you know, because it doesn't matter to me what other people look like. Right, it, it, it's me. Like I had my picture taken at the museum in this photo booth because the girls and I went there, so right. we framed it for Ellen to take to work and stuff. And I look at him like, look at that chin, yeah, uh-huh. and look at the other one. Fuck. It's like, I, you know, you, all of a sudden it's like, where did all this extra me come from? You can't, I can't be so many people. <laughs> I got to be less people. So I have, um, after these two beers here, yeah. I have eight left and I've been having one or two every other or every three nights. That's not, that's not so bad. Man. No soda. Today, I was doing really good with no candy, and then I ate a half a bag of peanut M&M's. And I don't mean those little bags. I mean, like... A bag. I'm going to eat this and get it out of the way. Yeah. But that's the most candy I've had in, like, six months. So I'm doing okay there. Ellen's trying to, um, you know, she likes to cook, so she does that. And she's a lot better with putting things together. Yeah. Um, Me, it would be like, uh, here's some bread, there's ham. Fantastic. Where's the mustard? I want all the ham. Right, exactly. I want all the ham. <laughs> every time, every time I hear Pat and Oswald do that thing, I cannot. People will be staring at me through the glass at work, and I just start laughing. Well, I, it was I, funny on Christmas. We went to uh, we went to Kelsey's house, mm. and when we were leaving, um, there was a whole like bunch of ham left over. So. Um, Kelsey's mom was just putting some in like a Ziploc bag for us to take. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm starting to carry it out. And like Olivia's heard that bit and Cole has heard that bit on Pandora. Nice. So I, 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 I just, all I have to do is hold it up to them and they just start laughing. <laughs> and Julie's like, what is so funny? And the two of them go, we've got all the ham. Ah, <laughs> uh, Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, I promised Ellen that I would quit smoking when she got pregnant. First, because I didn't think it was going to happen for a long, long time. <laughs> and it didn't. Um, and second, because I needed a really good reason to do it. Yeah. So maybe this would be my really good reason. I'm not going to kill myself with exercise like I was doing before because I was really pushing it. 
and I actually hurt myself a couple times. Not good. So I'll try cutting food out, eating a little better, moderating my alcohol intake because I don't I don't I don't drink soda. I have like vitamin water, coffee, and regular water. I think that's all right. One vitamin water, one coffee, and then some water. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't pay enough attention to what I eat. I eat when I'm hungry. And <laughs> I will say that uh, since I've cut the soda out, I, I was off soda for a while. I got back on it because it's right there at work. It's yeah. it's like cigarettes. They're just right there. All you got to do is, is ask for them. When I started drinking soda again, I needed my inhaler like four or five times a no, day. Really. I need it now, like when it's really cold outside, and then it's really warm, or the opposite, and it like shocks my my lungs a little bit. I'm like, ah, I can, I can, I can, I can wait. I can do this. I haven't, I haven't needed it now for like since I was sick. When I was sick, I needed it like yeah. every day. But since I've since I've got over being sick, except for the cough, I haven't used it more than once. So that's not so bad. I just, you know, would feel better if I weighed less. Then I wouldn't feel bad, like, because, like, I, you know, I weigh almost 300 pounds. I'm six. Hey, really? Yeah. 290. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't tell. We can't tell by looking at me, because I'm not, like. Oh, no, I can tell. I, I, thanks. <laughs> I'm not, like, spilling over, like, X-Men blob style, right. you know, fat. Um, I'm just big. And and big well, in what the you, stomach, like six, and three, six, four? six, like five. Uh, so that's. Uh, I think I'm actually shrinking. Yeah, I think a little bit. Hmm. I'm so fucking old. God, I'm depressed. <laughs> fucking hate the winter, man. Yeah, it kills me. I was really hoping that. Um, like, look at me. I have no energy. No, me either. But then we're both exhausted. I was up at four o'clock this morning. I I was up at. Five five thirty. I was actually up because we were watching um, um, Futurama with the girls. We were watching the um, the the Willy Wonka movie that nobody likes. Um, and then it was just oh, one more song, yeah. one more song, that kind of thing. Um, and we had to talk about because you can't just like here you go, here's the <laughs> fucking scariest kids movie you'll ever see. Um, we got to talk what about mean, the Johnny Depp one. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was scary. It was, it was, on, it was, well, when you're four and little kids are being killed right in front of your eyes. Let's be honest. I'm pretty close to being a four year old. <laughs> well, we talked about, you know, being greedy and, and, you know, being a bad nut and all that stuff and why it's, you know, fantasy and why you need to have good manners. Mm hmm. So. But they went to bed late. Ripley deals with with bed going to bed late a lot better than Nova does. Nova really? will wake up and just cry <laughs> and scream. And uh, she woke me up a couple times. She crawled into bed with us. Uh, actually, Ellen brought her into the bed because she'll sleep through the night if she's yeah. in bed with us, which is fine, I guess. It's the crying, like in the middle of the yeah. night. Because I refuse to look at the clock because if I look and it's like 4.30, it's like, fuck. <laughs> I have to get up really soon. Now I'm going to be exhausted because, you know. Oh, I've got my mornings mm. down. Like, I will set the alarm 
snooze a couple of times, but it's just like, wait a minute. I could just set the timer for three more minutes. Mm. Three minutes is great. <laughs> I'm a good napper. Tomorrow morning I have to get up to get the girls to school. Saturday, we're having people over for, for her birthday. I don't think I'm doing anything Sunday, so I can sleep Sunday till, I don't know, 8. Woohoo. Well, I can sleep tomorrow, but probably only until about 7. Anyway, isn't tonight, this exciting, folks? Tonight I have to decorate, um, put streamers up and balloons for her birthday for tomorrow. Um, and I'll probably watch Dread all Hey, Angie, that's again. pretty brave, putting out putting it out there. Congratulations. That's I would, A lot of people wouldn't do that. Hmm. So I mean that's a hell of an IQ. <laughs> um, Good for you. And and I do recommend everybody watch Dread. If you like violence, if you like RoboCop, watch Dread. The new Dread. Yeah, that the closest thing I can equate it to is 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 RoboCop. Robo, the first one, not not the other two. Hey, so I hmm. think I'm raising my kids right. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to um, take a test drive of that. Rosetta Stone thing, because Olivia's took Mandarin last oh, know, yeah. quarter or whatever, and I wanted to sort of try to see how that would work out. Right. So I found a copy. Oh, fuck it. I pirated a copy. <laughs> okay, fair I enough. I mean, whatever. I'm not going to split hairs. <laughs> and uh, so I started to, like, do the whole thing. She's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, I got it. She's like, that you pirated that. She's like, I'm not going to use it. I'm like, but dude. She's like, no, Dad, I'm not interested, but thank you anyway. I'm like, well, fine, self-righteous little. That will fade, don't worry. But she's like, no, seriously, Dad, I don't want it. I'm like, all right. Yeah, because I already have two copies of it upstairs. Huh. <laughs> I used to be like that. I used to be, I'll buy everything. I don't need to, no, nah, whatever. It's just so easy to just get. That's the thing. If it was more difficult, I don't know. I'm not getting into the whole argument about that. That's just. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I think it's time for a break. I so why don't so. why don't we do what we did last week? You pick a band and we'll see if I have it. Um, the Go-Go's. Oh, of course. Now, the question is, is it under G or T? Because my computer is weird. There we go. Any particular song? Oh, oh, wait. I only have one. What? Vacation. Oh, I like that one. Okay, good. So we'll be right back.
So what are you asking me? No, I was asking your like photos. Yeah. You have them go to a like another internal drive or something like that because um, you can point where iPhoto put your photos, right? Yes. Because that's like the biggest space taker upper in my world. Mm. Yeah, where and, do I um, have iPhoto? Um, I have iPhoto duplicates. That's weird. What is that? Wow. Why do I have all these photos here? Um. You should see how big that folder is and see how much space it's taking up. Yeah, that would be a good idea. <laughs> Let's see. Get info. 37 gigabytes. Only seven. That's not bad. But, um, no, I thought I had it somewhere. On, it must be under library. I don't know. I, I have it somewhere pointed to another hard drive. Um, because yeah, it was it was too big for the four hundred, or unless yeah. the four hundred is only I don't know. But what are you, what are you asking me? Sorry, what are we getting at here? No, I just have um, I'm just running out of space on my computer, and uh, I want to have my photos. Um, but I want to just it's like oh, okay, if I'm going to do something with my photos, just plug in this external, and because mm-hmm. I don't keep them plugged in. Oh, okay. Because I don't always use them, and it's um. Because I use the ports for other stuff. and Gotcha. Yeah, I don't um, know where it is. I find that having a hub, hmm. like a five or six port, like USB port hub, just that extra step, I don't, it just sort of gets in the way. Uh, I gotcha. <coughs> Let me see. iPhoto library. iPhoto library 2. I don't know. Um, no. iPhoto library new. I don't know. I don't know where it is. <laughs> that's that's fucked up, huh? Oh, well. Anyway, you wanted to know why I only had one Go-Go song. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I was going to look under the T's and see... Because... Um, it has a lot of thes. Yeah. Yeah, see the go-go's. And what the fuck? Head over heels. That's oh, weird. I like that one too. Play that one now. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the only other one I have. That why is that? That's uh, a fun one. That's got this big clap thing. I used to do that with the kids on the campus way back <laughs> in the 80s. Um so Ripley came in my room the other day in this room here and um she came over to me. As, Play some goddamn go go's, Dad. And she came in and said, "Good news, everyone." <laughs> like, oh, you're the professor. She said, "Yes." And also, my favorite is Doctor Zoidberg. Ah, that's like, funny. All right, good for you. All right, let's look at these dummies. Hold on, let me get the page up. Remember how we used to be like coordinated and shit now it's so much dead space all right well you want me to read some things and you tell me what you want i don't give a shit about the fiscal cliff it doesn't fucking matter the tea party plots to come back yeah fuck them fox news debates yoga nazis and the wussification of america fuck those guys michael moore with hannity who's responsible you said no financial Cliff stuff. Uh, Bishop Braxton touts natural order in Illinois gay marriage fight. 
Oh, really? Boehner re-elected speaker. Obama signs NDAA law into law despite controversial provisions. Let's do this just to, you know, because we have to have some semblance of bashing on the left if they do something fucking stupid, right? Uh, let's see. NDAA signed into law by Obama despite Guantanamo veto threat indefinite detention provisions. Um, For those of you who don't know what NDAA is, could you let them know? Oh, yeah. It's in, the, it's in the first sentence here. President Barack Obama signed the National Defense Authorization Act of 2013 on Wednesday despite his own threat to veto it over prohibitions on closing Guantanamo Bay prison camp. That makes no sense. No. Civil liberties advocates had roundly criticized the bill over Guantanamo and a separate section that could allow the military to indefinitely detain American citizens on suspicions. That word almost didn't come out of my mouth. Mm. Of supporting terrorism, just as he did with last year's version of the bill. However, Obama decided that the need to pass the NDAA, which also sets the armed forces $633 billion budget for the 2013 fiscal year, was simply too great to ignore, according to a presidential signing statement released in the early morning hours Thursday. Members of the Human Rights Coalition that had urged Obama to follow through on his veto threat blasted his decision as a caved congressional Republicans. President Obama has utterly failed the first test of his second term, even before Inauguration Day. Then it's not his second term, is it? Oh, who cares? Yeah. Doesn't matter. No, that's splitting hairs. Yeah, um, You know what, though? It's... I don't know. It's like the fucking Republicans are going to be assholes. This four years is going to be a waste, too. <laughs> but, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, everybody's yelling about, you know, a Second Amendment, blah, 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 crap, crap, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. What's is, happened with that? But this is what? This is the Sixth Amendment, isn't it? I don't know. What's happened with gun gun control? Anything? What did I say? I, what did I say? It's it's say, still too early to oh. say nothing's happened. It's it's Everybody had to go It's been on almost vacation. a month. Everybody had to go on vacation. Congress went on vacation. Fiscal cliff. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, One more picture of John Ratzenberger and the words fiscal cliff. I'm going to fucking kill somebody. Oh, I got you. Thank you. That took a second because I was thinking Ratzinger. (laughs) Uh, William Shatner says that uh, he he doesn't know why he doesn't want to. Nobody wants him in the next Star Trek movie. Why the fuck should he be? That's my, yeah. Grover what, Norquist, what makes him feel uh, like he's so fucking entitled? Fuck you, Bill. I don't know. Because he was the original Captain Kirk. So what? I don't know. Well, I think once you set up an alternate uh, reality timeline. Yeah, the other shit. I mean, like Nemo being in the last one was stupid. You mean Nimoy, not the fish. The fuck. Who else? That at least, fuck? at least they had that make sense. No, no, they didn't. That movie sucked. No, it, it both that movie fucking. Blew. All right, whatever. You know let's, what? There was one good. You know, there was one good scene in that movie where, um, fucking Harold or Kumar the Harold is fighting with the dudes on the fucking thing. That was the only good. That was the only good scene when they parachute down onto the thing and they fight. That was it. Okay. Okay. Fucking Spock. Oh, hey, there's a twin. Go jack yourself off. What the fuck? That was bullshit. All right, that was also three years ago, so. Movie sucked. 
The AFA predicts the American Christians will be an oppressed minority in 50 years. Yeah, AFA, a fucking asshole. Moving on. Cardinal mobilizes Catholic Church last-ditch effort to stop gay marriage in Illinois. It doesn't matter. It'll. He's trying to 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 it, preach policy from the pulpit. Yeah. Taxes. Fuck that. Boehner says he'll no longer negotiate with Obama. Wait a minute. Boehner's a cocksucking when fucking fool. did he fool. negotiate with yeah, him? Yeah, he's an asshole too. I love blowing through stories like this. What else? Here's one that you said was going to lead to a rant. Providing health care for poor women ruled illegal in Texas. Why the fuck? Just fuck Texas. Fuck Texas. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Fuck you, Texas. Go fuck yourselves. Now, to be fair, there are some nice people in Texas, but they are not lawmakers. Well, then they should elect better fucking people. Well, you know, the the will of the stupid oh, over the fucking... minority of smart people. What, what the fuck? I didn't even read this stupid thing because it's fucking retarded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking assholes. Like, what do they just sit up at night thinking, okay, how can I be a bigger douche? Because that's what they're fucking doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Southington Group says family should ask if, if it's time to dump violent video games. No. Let's solve that one real easy. <laughs> this is great. I like this. Frank's in a bad mood. Let's blow through the news. Oh, here's my favorite quote from this art and astronomy. Oh. Uh, more lunacy from uh, Islam. Uh, as far as I can make out, no one batted an eyelid when Dr. S- I don't know how to say his name. It's S-A-L-E-H. Sala al Described here as, quote, uh, I don't care because he's an idiot. We'll call him Jerry. A model to follow by those thirsty for knowledge. Asserted that scientists had conducted research on other planets and discovered many creatures different from those on Earth in terms of size and form. He stressed that Jupiter, for example, quote, is 1,200 times bigger than Earth and so are the creatures living on it. Really? This is why I don't need to say his name properly because he's a fucking moron. Dumbass. That's yeah. his fucking name. Well, it's not Porky Pig. What the Pig. fuck? What the fuck? Do these people hear themselves? I don't understand, because like, from a very early age, you're taught about all the planets, and Jupiter's a gas giant. There's really no, like, the pressure, whatever. All fucking... it is, all right, you know what? Maybe the farts are 12 times bigger. That's not, about it. Not to mention that that on Jupiter, there's this gigantic storm that's been there forever, and it's like thousands of miles square miles and it's just swirling it's a big red spot on anyway that must mean the weathermen are 12 times bigger too uh fox's uh idiot killmead asks if quote we could see riots in the streets as a result of the tax deal no we won't do you really think the american people are gonna riot about anything mm. There's no fucking way people are going to riot about anything. Yeah. Give me a especially, fucking break. Especially something that they don't quite understand. The Million Man March was like 90 people. <laughs> well, one million moms Do is 40,000 Do you really think people. the U.S. government's going to let one million black men get together? Mm. It's not going to fucking happen. Uh, Boehner told Reed, Harry Reid to go fuck himself. Good. Really? Who the fuck cares? They're all assholes. They can all go fuck themselves. So I was watching a video um, 
demand a plan to end gun violence. And it doesn't matter what the video, but here are the suggested videos, right? And this takes in my prior viewing into consideration. So it's kind of funny when you get past all the serious stuff. Fucking mind, aren't I? Colin G. Survival of the Virginia Tech shooting. Stephen B. Survivor of the Aurora shooting. Ernest S., whose son was murdered with a gun. Vicky W., whose daughter was murdered with a gun. And then the Ultraman show, Ultra 7. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, that's, that's my viewing experience there. <sighs> you know, somebody suing uh, for a million dollars, one of the... A hundred million. hundred million? They one, dropped it. They, good. Yeah. Because that's just being on a dick. Yeah. Um, Who the fuck are they going to blame? Oh, it was inevitable, so it shouldn't have... What? I... I don't, oh, you, for for everybody that's not following our conversation that we're having without details, it was um, the uh, the Newtown shooting. They were going to sue the school system for what? Not protecting them enough, or I don't know. I don't know. But somebody came to their senses. The lawyer dropped the case, which is his job, I guess. Maybe he just know. woke up and said, "Wait a minute, what the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Oh, shit. Everyone hates me? Uh, Fox talk shows plummet in ratings post-election. Yeah, because then people realize these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I have a feeling this is what I'm going to have to click on and read the whole thing. Exotic Dancer leads police on chase through Pekin. Through what? Pekin. It's a a town. Shall Shall I read this? Is this one you want to hear? Sure, naked women are always good. Jesus Christ, life beat the shit out of that girl. Yeah, it's meth. She just started. Huh. Uh, Pekin. Where is Pekin? Or Pekin? I don't know. Uh, Peoria. Okay, so anyway, uh, Pekin police said they chased a Peoria woman who stole a taxi cab at the Mineral Springs Motel for 20 miles Sunday before she was forced to stop when officers bumped the back of the cab with a patrol car. Why is this news? Causing it to spin. Why are there like nine paragraphs on this story? Let's find out. 20 miles? I mean, they make it see the fucking headline makes it seem like it's like like the OJ chase with a prostitute or whatever. Well, if you'd let me read it. I have no patience for this. Go ahead. (laughs) Misty Light Yao, 35. Was arrested for driving under the influence, aggravated battery, resisting and obstructing police, aggravated fleeing and eluding, driving on a suspended license, criminal damage to property, possession of drugs, possession of drug paraphernalia, motor vehicle theft, and 11 traffic violations. That's awesome. That is pretty She's good. She's a badass. <laughs> or really, really careless. Yeah. Uh it wasn't me. <laughs> Pekin Police Sergeant Courtney Hutchinson said police... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. There was, say that all again? Pekin Police Sergeant Courtney Hutchinson. I'm sorry. No one who's a police sergeant should be named Courtney. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> said police were notified at 3.07 a.m. No, 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 she said, so like, police were like notified? It, it, could be a, it could be a man. Her name is Courtney. How many men named Courtney have you ever met? There were no men named Courtney. Oh, you're going to make me do this, right? Courtney is not a boy's name. Yes, it is. No, it is not. It is. Hold on. That's a stupid boy's name. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't have much choice in it. 
Uh, Why'd you go to IMDb? Courtney B. Vance from Law and Order Criminal Intent. There's one. Okay? So that shoots your theory to hell. Well, that's stupid. (laughs) All right. Anyway. I don't understand it. It's dumb. (laughs) So fuck it. Courtney B. Vance. Jesus. Um, D-lister. said police were notified <laughs> at 3.07 a.m. Sunday by a yellow, yellow checker cab driver that in a, quote, extremely intoxicated woman. Read that again. They were notified by whom? A yellow checker cab driver. What does that tell you about that cab driver? He was Chinese. That he's, yes, exactly. That's the most racist thing. It is. It is. Or a coward. But I knew where you were going with it, so I had to just indulge your he's racism. He's not a yellow. He's, it's so funny. An oh, exotic shit. dancer had taken his cab. A patrol officer spotted the vehicle traveling the wrong way in the 1000 block of Court Street. The officer tried to stop the cab, but it continued down Court Street at about 40 miles an hour before running into the Pekin Community Bank parking lot and the 600 block of court and allegedly hit a barrier at the corner of the building. The cab pulled back onto Court Street and turned into the parking lot of the Court Place Apartments in the 200 block of Court Street, which obviously is further down the road now, Yeah, and went out the exit onto South 2nd Street. Hutchinson said Light Yao increased her speed to 60 miles an hour as she continued south on Illinois Route 29. There was no traffic on the road, so officers continued the pursuit, said Hutchinson. Officers deployed spike strips on Route 29 north of Main Street and in South Pekin. Cool, now she's in a video game. <laughs> puncturing the front right tire. While that forced the vehicle to slow down, it continued south. <laughs> Holy shit. I am driving this fucking car. <laughs> oh, this, she's funny. Officers again deployed spike strips at Route 29's intersection with Illinois Route 122. The left tire blew, but she continued driving on flat tires, said Hutchinson. Whew. Near County Road 3800 East, a police car hit the back corner of the cab, causing it to spin and stop. Meanwhile, she's going, oh, my God, these flat tires are going to kill my mileage. <laughs> I need gas. As officers tried to pull light out from the vehicle, she continued pushing the gas pedal, causing the tires to spin. She was warned that if she did not stop resisting, officers would use a taser. She did not stop, and officers tased her. <laughs> <laughs> I like this article. You know what's really funny? Huh? You think she's sitting in the car getting tased going, uh, you know, this is my own fault. They said they were going to do it. <laughs> Fuck this! That's a, this is on me. Could have seen totally, this coming. Totally on me. There, My bad. There were ways to avoid this. Oh, she's awesome. I love her. Um, tasing is not fun. I then she did not stop, and officers tased her. Hutchinson said it phased her for a few moments, but she was wearing a thick coat, and it didn't work for long. <laughs> uh, Delvin police were at the scene to assist. Light Yao, who was uninjured, was taken to Pekin Hospital. She allegedly kicked one officer and spit on another. <laughs> she refused all sobriety tests. Officer no, which, thank you. Which, in effect, means you failed the sobriety tests. That's not fair. Officer said they found drug paraphernalia and marijuana when they searched her. Hutchinson said there were no injuries associated with the chase, so hospital staff could not take 
fluid samples for blood alcohol analysis when she refused. Hutchinson said she would not tell police why she was at the hotel or why she took the cab. She remains in the Tazewell County Justice Center awaiting a bond hearing Monday, which probably already happened. That is hell. I don't know why this story is so f- damn funny. That one's good. I think it's funny that she got tased. Oh, wait What's a funny this is she doesn't looks hurt like, at all. She looks like a real life version of um of the bad guy from Dread. So she's hilarious. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, I almost wanted her to get away halfway through that story. Republicans make jaw dropping remarks about Kwanzaa. Yes, no? Yes, I'm going to say something bad. Probably, but let's read it. Glenn Grothman slams Kwanzaa. Almost no black people today care, just white left-wingers. <laughs> Look at him. He could not be more whiter. He's so white, his hair is white. Yeah. Like, he looks like a fat, stupid Steve Martin. <laughs> Wisconsin State Senator Glenn Grothman slammed Kwanzaa, claiming, quote, almost no black people care about the holiday. Quote, almost no black people today care about Kwanzaa. (laughs) Much like that sentence above me said. (laughs) And the headline above that. (laughs) Just white left wingers who who try to shove it down black people's throats in an effort to divide Americans, Grothman said in a press release. Why must we still hear about Kwanzaa, Grothman asked. Why are hardcore left-wingers still trying to talk about Kwanzaa, the supposed African-American holiday celebration between Christmas and New Year's? I thought that was Boxing Day. Yeah. Or sometimes Hanukkah, depending, Mm. right? Grothman slammed, quote, irresponsible public school districts in Wisconsin for trying, quote, to tell a new generation that blacks have a separate holiday than Christians. Because that's the dividing line, really. Religion and black people. What? Fucking idiots. His comments were heavily criticized, with one Democratic Party leader calling the remarks, quote, absolutely jaw-dropping. Um, okay, so here's the whole quote here. Adam W. McCoy reports, his comments about Kwanzaa outraged a leader with the Democratic Party of Ozaki County, called on the senator to retract his statements. Senator Grothman seems to outdo himself every time he opens his mouth, said Meg Moen, treasurer of the county Democratic Party. His recent press release... Press release? I thought he just said that shit out loud somewhere. His recent press release about Kwanzaa was absolutely jaw-dropping. Not only does Senator Grothman... What a terrible name. Can you imagine? I mean, my, my last name's No Picnic, but Grothman? Can you imagine, though, like his, his aide that he called in? He says, take a memo. I want to talk about Kwanzaa. This, the, this is his and aide. And the kid's just sitting there going, oh, fuck. Well, I guess I'm going to find a new job. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Not only does Senator Grothman seem to find his inherent racism acceptable, he implores people to follow his lead and question a holiday that African Americans have African Americans have been celebrating for years since 1989. 68, 68, right? Uh, I think it was 68. I really don't. Know. He, as usual, blames progressives and teachers 
None of those damn teachers telling people about stuff. For respecting all traditions and having the audacity to include every holiday and tradition that occurs around this time every year, Moen added. Man. That press release is absolutely disgusting and drips with disdain for African Americans, and therefore I am calling on him to retract his statements. When are we going to get somebody that comes out and says... My colleague, the distinguished gentleman from South Carolina, is a fucking moron. Dude, seriously. That really that that should be the congressional record. Dude, really? <laughs> Did you seriously just say that? This okay, isn't the just first because time. nobody watches C SPAN does not mean the <laughs> shit doesn't get written down. This isn't the first time Grothman has found himself in hot water over controversial remarks. In Mark Mark in March 2012, he was heavily criticized for saying Unwanted or mistimed pregnancy are, quote, pregnancies are the choice of the women who should learn, quote, that this is a mistake. Well, it's like Sarah Silverman says the best time to have a baby is when you're a black teenager. <laughs> but you know what gets me? All right. Well, this, this, this really, really gets me. Currently, there's a movie called Lincoln out there. And yeah. there's. It's a debate about the 13th Amendment going to end slavery. Right. Now, I can only imagine that when they wrote this movie, based on the book by Doris Kearns Goodwin, who mm-hmm. did a lot of research on it, that there's probably a great deal in the congressional record about how that debate went. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they probably took a bunch of that and used it in the movie. Yeah. Great, well-thought-out, interesting debates, okay, about important topics. Mm-hmm. And now we got these fucking douchebags slamming a fucking holiday. Like, could you people get some shit done? Yeah. Like, they don't fucking do anything. Angie says, close your legs, sluts. Yeah. <laughs> She's saying that to Congress. But the thing is, I mean, it's just like the the level of this is my angry old man speech mm. now. The level of discourse in this country is like so fucking low. Like yeah. the lowest common denominators looking up going, oh, idiots. <laughs> I mean, really, the lowest common denominator. It's, it's really bad when the lowest common denominator are our fucking leaders. Yeah. All right? I mean, it's pathetic. I mean, Obama got elected again. Fan-fucking-tastic. Nothing's going to happen because those, and I quote, cock-sucking Republicans <laughs> are going to fuck it up. And you know what would happen, though, if there was a Republican in there? Don't tell me that the Democrats wouldn't do everything in their power to mm-hmm. get in the way, too. Because all these, all no, these no, they, they 535, the 535 motherfuckers in there, all they're interested in is getting reelected, getting their money, getting their cock-sucked, and that's it it's bullshit mm. they all suck fuck them all they're not doing anything for us mm. assholes happy fucking new year <laughs> all right one more <laughs> this is my favorite one christians have no right to refuse to work on sundays rules judge It's brilliant. The ruling, I think, is brilliant the way he came to this conclusion. You want to know? Yeah, go ahead. This fucking assholes. Judges have been accused of diluting the rights of Christians after key judgment on whether they can refuse to work on Sundays. This is from The Telegraph. 
A new ruling by a high court judge, the first on the issue in nearly a decade, says that Christians have no right to decline working on a Sunday as it is not a, quote, core component of their beliefs. The judgment, which upholds an earlier decision, means that individual Christians do not have any protection from being fired for not working on Sundays. That should be for refusing to work on Sundays for, right. you know. Uh, campaigners said the decision puts Christians at a disadvantage to other religions and means the, judici- the judiciary are deciding what the core beliefs of Christians can be, which they say is an interference in the right to practice religion. Now, growing up, I knew that um, people that, that that practiced the Jewish faith, they had definite restrictions on things they couldn't do after sundown on specific days. Yeah, it's push-ups. I... Could not have hamburgers on Friday. That's it. If you go to church, if you if you quote unquote keep the Sabbath day holy, that's all you're commanded to do. Doesn't say don't go to work, does it? Who the fuck knows? Goddamn religious people, just shut so, the fuck up. So, so <laughs> the judgment was issue, was issued by Mister Justice Langstaff. Remember, this is England, so that's a that's that's, that's an all right Langstaff. name. Staff, <laughs> he has uh, a big dick. As he ruled on an appeal brought by a Christian woman who was sacked after she refused to work on Sunday at a care home. Celestina is her first name. Claimed the claimed the council she worked for pressured her to work on Sundays and threatened her with disciplinary measures, even though other workers were willing to take the shifts. That's an important thing to remember. The 57-year-old from Streatham Vale, South London, worships every Sunday at her Baptist church, where she is also part of the ministry team offering pastoral care and support to the congregation. She said that when she took the position in 2007, providing respite care for children with severe learning difficulties at the Brightwell Children's Home in Morden, Southwest London, managers initially agreed to accommodate the requirements of her faith. But within a few months of starting the job, uh, she said managers began pressuring her to work on Sundays. She found herself repeatedly allocated Sunday shifts and threatened with disciplinary measures unless she agreed to compromise her church commitments, meaning she had no alternative but to resign from the job she loved. Okay. First question. Hmm. Okay. When you took the job, did they say, hey, you know what? You got to work Sundays. That will be covered. That will, that will be answered in this. Uh, do you got anything else? No, 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 because that, oh, okay. that, that was my thing. If that was yeah. one of the things that she took the job knowing, mm. okay? Second thing is, I mean, if that wasn't the case and there are people willing to take the shift, the shifts get covered, these people are just, I mean, the bosses are just being dicks. Let's find out. See, this is all that's, fucking... that's Those were the things I was thinking as I was reading it. Um. The care worker launched an unsuccessful legal claim in February this year, uh, which would be last year now, and this month lost her appeal in the high court. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Her constructive dismissal case was funded by the Christian Legal Center, which instructed Paul Diamond, a leading religious rights barrister. Mr. Justice Langstaff who as president of the Employment Appeal Tribunal is the most senior judge in England and Wales in this type of case, upheld the lower tribunal's ruling, which said it was relevant that other Christians did not ask for Sundays off. 
That, to me, is the brilliant part of the whole case. The fact that some Christians were prepared to work on Sundays meant it was not protected, the court said. The senior judge said that a rule imposed by an employer, which affected nearly every Christian, would have a greater discriminatory impact than one which only affected a few. There was evidence that many Christians work on Sundays, and this was relevant in, quote, weighing the impact of the employer's rule. And the earlier decision did not involve an error of law, he added. Campaigners said the ruling showed that Christians are being treated less favorably than people from other religions such as Muslims, Jews, and Sikhs, which I believe they have clearly defined rules for what they can do on certain days, oh, right? Oh, who knows? It's all bullshit. I don't know. They pointed to cases where the courts offered protection to other religions even when only a minority of adherents were affected. In 2008, um, Sarika Watkins-Singh then 14 successfully claimed she was a victim of unlawful discrimination because she had been excluded from a school in Aberdale, South Wales. Oh, Aberdare, sorry. South Wales for breaking a jewelry ban by refusing to remove a Kara bangle, which she said was central to her faith. But in her case, the court did not examine how many Sikhs wanted to wear similar items of jewelry. The judgment in Miss Imba's, it's MBA, that's uh, this woman's last name, uh, case will fuel concerns that judges are promoting secularism. Well, the judges aren't there to judge on religion. They're there to judge on the law. Um, A report from the cross-party Christians in Parliament group warned earlier this year that there was a lack of religious literacy among judges, politicians, and officials. Uh, I doubt that, honestly. Andrea Williams, director of Christian Concern, said that the latest ruling, quote, the court in this case created an unrealistic test, which means that people like Celestina, who wish to respect the Sabbath, will be forced out of the workplace. The court seems to be requiring a significant number of adherents of the Christian faith to observe a particular practice before the court is willing to accept and protect the practice. That makes sense. If I if there's a hundred of us and we're all Scientologists and I'm the only one that says I can't work from four to six o'clock on Tuesdays and no one else says it, that's not protected. That means I have something to do. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. In the past year, we have seen this is still uh, what's her face there from the Christian concern. In the past year, we have seen mandatory tests of faith in relation to the wearing of crosses by Christians, belief about marriage between a man and a woman that has nothing to do with this case, and now observing the Sabbath when, in all cases, reasonable accommodation could have been made. I doubt that. Such tests do not appear to be similarly applied to Muslims who are permitted to wear the hijab and observe prayers and Sikhs with the car bracelet. Uh, you know what? That's different. Well, you know what this whole thing tells me? Huh. Okay. You see more and more stories like this all the time. Mm. Okay. Where it's it's not necessarily, I'm not going to say a war on Christianity or a war on religion necessarily, but it's sort of a, a less sort of carte blanche to religion. Whereas mm. I think a generation ago you had, oh, okay, it's your religion. Well, oh, yeah, fine. yeah. We'll just let it go. And I really think that generation from now, you know, 25, 30 years from now, it's going to be even less. 100 mm. years from now, all right? I really 100 years think from now, they're going to be laughing at us. 100 years? 100 years from now, somebody's going to dig up this show and go, well, there's two people that fucking knew what they were talking about. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just think that, no, I just think that the importance of religion is becoming 
so much more diminished. There's, you know, people, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've talked about this before, about church attendance, you know, what it was at the beginning of the century and what, yeah. you know, well, the 20th century and where it is, you know, now. Yep. And it's, 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 it's a fraction of what it was, mm. you know, people, pe- people, I think a lot, a lot of people, they just sort of go because it's, you know, it's what they're supposed to do and, and whatnot. And I think that people, you know, worship differently or there's, there's so many different little spinoffs, you know, yeah. you know, and it's like this way to worship somehow w- without doing, you know, the way they, the, the, the way their parents did it. But mm-hmm. I, I really think that it's a backing off of religion. It's a way to, yeah. you know, it, 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 it isn't really important, but I think that people feel that it's supposed to be important because I really, I, 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 I think that once people get to a point where they realize, you know what, you can have morality and you can have guidance on how to be mm. a good person without this, you know, influence from, you know, yeah. sky cake. Yeah. All right. Sky so, baklava. Yeah. Sky cake, <laughs> motherfucker. So, um, yeah. And, and, I, and yeah. I, seriously, I really think a hundred years from now, 200 years from now when I'm, God, I can't wait till I'm dead. Um, <laughs> That, I can hurry that along for that you. That everybody is is going to look back at religion the way we look at like the Puritans four hundred years ago, five hundred yeah. years ago. Yeah, and be like, wait, are you, you fucking witch trials, motherfucker? Are you mm. people crazy? But yeah, it, I mean, look at look at what it was when this quote unquote country was founded on, which is bullshit. But mm. um, I mean, but now even now, my son, my ten year old, looks at the Puritans. And sees, wow, what hypocrites they were. Oh, totally. You know? Totally. Um, so so I think that cases like this where the courts are saying, hey, you know what? You can't just say, oh, it's part of my religion. Oh, it's part of my religion. Yeah. Because you know? now or, or they'll say that such and it. such is a religion. Oh, I'm, gonna je- I'm Jedi is a religion. No. No, it's not. It's not. It's a fucking fantasy right. fucking job class. You know, it's, it's from a movie. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. so you know what? Yeah, it's clever and geeky. You know, it's all it's mm-hmm. all that, and let's have a good laugh about it. But well, there's countries. There's a country out there, Denmark, I think, classified Scientology as a philosophy instead of a religion. Yeah, good, good, because uh, it's all a philosophy. Really, that's a good start. Classify the. You know what? If you classified all the religions and reclassified them as philosophies, I would have a lot less of a problem with them. Because yeah, then it's just it's, it's just a philosophy. It's just what you believe. Yeah. I don't have to shut the fuck up about it. Let me let's finish this because there's some interesting points at the end here. Because uh, I don't want to start talking about the Puritans because that'll just piss me off. In 1994, when Sunday trading in England was liberalized, shop workers were given a guarantee that workers would be strictly voluntary, but the guarantee did not apply to people in other sectors. The employment equality religion or belief regulations published in 2003 say employers must justify Sunday working as a quote legitimate business need and does not give a blanket right to Christians not to work. That's fair. You know? Yeah. Um, if employers fail to treat staff fairly and proportionately, the employer may be able to, the employee may be able to claim discrimination. The rules add. The last ruling by judges was when a quarry worker claimed his Christian beliefs had been treated with contempt by employers who tried to force him to work on Sundays in 2003. Stephen Cosby lost his case at the Court of Appeals in 2005 with judges ruling his employer had, quote, 
compelling economic reasons for insisting that he worked on Sundays. Yvette Stanley of Merton Council, Miss Imba's former employers, and here's the important part, said it did its best to allow religious practices, but also had a duty to meet the needs of the disabled children for whom it cares, and added, We are pleased with the outcome of this second tribunal. Staff recruited in the respite care service are advised that it is by nature a weekend service. There you go. It took the whole article, but it answered your question. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to equate this as importance on on the same level, but movie theaters are open on weekends. Guess when it's most busy? Yeah. Fucking weekends. If you can't work weekends, then when you're 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 useless. So if she can't work it's weekends, the nature of the business. She was it. It to me seems like she was hired to work weekends, and she tried to pull what that other kid tried to pull on me when I was doing the schedule. Oh, I need Sundays off for church, and it was for fucking football. No, uh, fuck yeah. you. So he worked every Sunday after I oh, found what that. The fuck out. was his? What was his name? Rob. Oh yeah, that's right. It was Rob. We Rob and I came to uh we came to uh we had, we had a problem uh one day because we were talking about there was a group of us and it's like, "Oh, well, you know, what do people say about me? What do people say about me?" And we were having this like honest open no, like, you that's know. That's always productive. It was it was a Tuesday afternoon uh, in like, you know, March. Yeah. I was going to say March actually. Um and, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you know what? You need to, like, you know, actually count the inventory when you do it because we know you don't. That kind of thing, right? And um, he asked. He's like, so what, what, do people, what could I do? What could I do to do a better job? And I said, well, you know, you could drop this Will Smith, oh, I don't yeah. know shit, like, act that you have going because you're smart, but you act like a moron. He didn't talk to me ever again. <laughs> he dropped the act, though. I remember that. Here's the thing. Don't ask for the truth if you don't want to hear it. Right. Because I'll fucking tell you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little scary. What? Do I want to (coughs) know? Yeah. Anytime anytime somebody says, do you really want to know? The answer to that question is no. I I don't want to know. Don't fucking tell me. Ever. Don't, Don't tell me the truth. But for me, though, honestly, I would rather hear a truth that makes me uncomfortable yeah, than to just be fucking lied to. I don't know. <sighs> so I think it's time to check my mail um, because I'm getting kind of tired. Yeah, my throat hurts. How's everybody in the chat doing there? You guys even listening to us? And uh, let me open up my mail. You can see all 6,000 of my emails. I wonder how many I have. Have a New Year's resolution, then I'm not going to let that bother me. Until the number pops up. I just don't understand why you just don't fucking read the mail. Because I read it at work. I then just them mark them as red. God damn it. Here it comes. Oh, fuck. Let's see. It's spinning. Jesus fucking How many? Christ. It's going to be a lot. I haven't sat at this computer since the last show. Oh my god! I have 176 in a, in an email I don't even use anymore. <laughs> I think it's going to be like 4,500. Oh my god! Unread emails. Jesus, 
You know, I, I think I do it on purpose I now. I think you do. It's like George using Excel. I was going to say, I'm going to make an Excel sheet and like screen cap paper. it. Oh, my God. So you can watch. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll put it up on video uh, on YouTube, and it'll be and it'll be titled "This is the shit Frank hates." Uh, I got to show you a funny YouTube video I put up of Frankie. He was playing the piano today. Oh, nice! Very, very funny stuff. I'll put it on Facebook at some point. But um, yeah, you should see him. He's really funny. I'm st- I have 152 more emails to download. Jesus! <laughs> I go to the bathroom and come back. Oh, we're almost done. Right. We got. We got. We got Scott's thing. Oh, I should probably text Scott because he likes to know when he's up. So, because <laughs> he he comes in and out of of the shows, but he's not always like right there. So. Yeah, well, if he would just finally come out for real and <sighs> just get that over with, it wouldn't affect the show one way or the other, would it? Someone challenged me the other day to do a whole shift. With my brother. <laughs> I thought you meant just work. <laughs> oh, come on. Nice. That was good. <clears throat> okay. Thank you, Ellen, for saying that I'm amusing. Just tonight. Just tonight. That's fine. Yeah. I'll oh, take, oh, oh. I'll take what somebody, I can get. Somebody sent me a, a, a message. And they wanted me to. They wanted me to bring this question up. They also want me to change the intro and add something in. I haven't had a chance to get to that, but it's coming. Um, the question to me was, what would I do if one or both of my children decided to be religious? Okay. And I don't know. You know, I I've been thinking about it, and. Whatever, they're my kids, so whatever makes them happy. That's it. I will tell them that I'm disappointed that they can't see through the bullshit once they're old enough, obviously. You know, eight years old. Um, I would want to know why. I would want to have, like, an honest discussion with them about, well, what is it that, like, is... That that attraction. ...is better than reality. What does it do for you? Um, I, I think part of me would be a little disappointed because, to me... Not being raised religious um, and, you know, working in the science museum and taking them there right. and showing them, you know, how amazing everything in, in the universe is, um, it's almost like like backtracking and hiding from facts yeah. in a way. Um, but it would really depend on the answer. Like if they, if they were to, if, if one of them was to be a Buddhist... Well, it's different than being a Scientologist, mm. and it's different than being a Jehovah's Witness. And there's varying levels to all of it. Like, you want to be Wiccan? I don't really have an issue with that. That's fine. I, I've i talked with some people, and my, my view on it is there's spells and there's gods and there's the traditions and things that you do. But to me, when I was reading about it, because I have, I have more than a few books on the, on the yeah. thing in it, reading about it, it's like it's like, almost meditative self-affirmation of um, affirming that that you want to do something and, and, and affect a change in your life, but you're not waiting for, say, Jesus to do it or show you a sign. You're just asking the universe or whatever, whatever you, know what you, it is. Whatever also, you want to do to but, give but you the strength to do it. there's also this whole, like, you know... Mother Earth, mm-hmm. take care. But how is that different 
than Jesus. Well, because the, the planet's Buddha real. You can or, actually go out and, yeah, I know, but and, they have, and affect uh, the change. But they have no power over, you know. No, it's not. It's not real magic. Well, that's the thing. So. No, and I, I think they, they know that, that right. it's not but the, real the, I mean, magic. that's the thing. It's like, I think that if you are giving something else. Hmm the responsibility or the credit for um, stuff that happens in, in your life. Oh, yeah, which is Jesus and Allah. Jesus and, and Allah yeah. and, you know, bad luck or karma or whatever you want to call it, mm. you know, then, I mean, that's that that's religion. So it doesn't matter what religion it is, mm. and, but it's the same. It's all the same thing. Okay? I see. My, I thing, see. my thing is that um, I don't. I don't. I don't have that. I don't want that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My my belief is very simple. Don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good stuff happens. Bad stuff happens because that's just life. Mm-hmm. There's no God's plan. There's no this. There's mm-hmm. no that. There's no karma. There's no where did Jesus put my car keys? Because you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, oh, Car- Jesus hid my car me. keys because I didn't let a cat cross the street. You know what I mean? Car- there's, there's... Karma to me is a nice way of saying uh, I'm going to do something that makes me feel good yeah. about myself. Or, or the universe is telling me this. Mm-hmm. Or you know, but you know what? Like... If you if you believe that, like you you see something, say you know. Um, I'm just going to, not, not to any particular religion or anything, but like if you say your mom's died and you've been thinking about her a lot and you walk out of the house and you're just walking down the street and you see her favorite, as you're thinking about, you know, I want to make a change in my life and I, I need to, I need to, I don't know. You but, know that, but that's just do something. And then you see like her favorite flower. That has you nothing. Could, you could take it a couple of different ways. You could take it as, oh, well, that's a sign, or you could see it as, you know, whatever. All that is is a slice of your consciousness is a little bit more focused on that particular right, thing. Right, right. But, but if, if that tonight gives you, you decided, the ability to change, no, but, but that's, it all depends on how you, ascri- you, you prescribe to the, to the belief. If you think, you know, oh, well, that's a sign that, that was put there, or, you know, it's different than... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying no, to but, say. No, but the thing, all it does is, all it means is that, like, a bit of your brain is a little bit more focused on that, mm. all right? If you decide tonight, hey, you know what? I think I want to buy a Prius. You're going to see every fucking yeah. car on your way to work tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You're going to see every single Prius there yep. is. Yep. Okay? That's true. And that's that. that that's all it is. It's, a, yeah. it's just a, a shift in, there's a little bit... There's a little bit extra of of your awareness mm. is on is is on something. Yeah, that's that's what that is. Okay, but that's not a bad thing. It's not thing. Jesus putting the idea in your head. It's no, it's, it's no. not, you know, any of that bullshit. Mm. It's it's your own head, and that's how your head works. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Last. I can't believe he called it your head, <laughs> um, but it's. But but that's that's all that is, and if you want to attach certain significance to that, mm. all that is is it's it's giving you comfort, like oh, you know what? Hey, I was thinking about buying a Prius. I see a lot of Priuses around. Maybe mm. that's a maybe that's a sign. 
Okay, but aside, I think I think that's kind of a fallback statement. I think for it when is. People uh, no, I totally, don't know how to articulate. Well, it. that's the thing. It's a, it's a it, that's a way of giving, um, giving up a little bit of a little bit of control and sort of giving. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say control so much as um, no, but it, it it's taking the onus off of you. All right, it's saying this like, hey, you know what? I was thinking of buying a Prius, and then I saw them everywhere, and I'm like, hey, that's what I'm going to do it. You know, because but I, I don't think I don't think enough people are, are that self aware that they would know that's why it happened. I mean, we know, like, it, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody, you know, oh, red cars get more speeding tickets than you other cars. You're gonna see a hundred red cars and, tomorrow, exactly. But if if you know that you know that's what it is so but if you if you're thinking about something if you're thinking about a prius and you see a lot of them then you're going to be thinking about it more which feeds into the decision making process so you're making this decision over a, a long period of time yeah but and you're it's not, making it yourself right but you need the presence of mind to know that you're making that decision. well that's what and a most, lot of people don't and they're like oh it's a sign a lot of people they, yeah, oh it's a sign from the trees don't or know how to articulate or that or whatever the fuck you know it's you know the goddess told me or jesus told me or right. you know oh look i see fucking jesus's face in a piece of toast whatever the fuck it is what if it's charles manson and not jesus yeah, exactly. Huh? They kind of look the same. Oh, you're going to get it for that one. I am not. We didn't get any feedback for the last two shows. And we still have pretty good numbers, too. Yeah. After good. the gun episode, we didn't lose a whole lot of people. Good. Lost a lot less than I thought. Well, I'm so. glad that we had very few casualties. Yeah. I don't know. They, I mean, I, I am more forgiving of some religions than others because, um, like, like, like Wicca, for instance, doesn't have the hierarchy and the abuse and the fucking history. But it's the same that, thing. No, but it doesn't have that. It's just that, that the rituals. criminal background. Well, that, and that's the problem I have. It's like if the Catholic Church was honest to God, like, like nice, like Jehovah's Witnesses coming to your door. Or or the the fucking Mormons, right? If they were like that, if all their leaders were nice and they helped people, if they were all like the Dalai Lama, and nobody fucked a kid or killed people because of the religion, I wouldn't have an issue. See, it'd I, be like knock yourself out. You you you're a nice guy. You know, sorry. No, go ahead. I just I just think that anything like that where you're giving up a little bit of. Your 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 power over your own life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I think that you've lost a little. But if but if the if the leaders of the church aren't doing that through subterfuge to steal your money to originally steal your land to do whatever, if it was but every just, religion, every religion does it. But you I know what? You know what? Buddhists and 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 pagans they don't bother me. I don't have an issue with that. Knock yourself out. But some, You're not fucking children. Go but, ahead. But some 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 pagan rituals do do involve, you know, there's a sex thing, there's a sex part of it, there's you know, and so so and not yeah. That it's, well, there's nudity, but I mean that's natural. My point is that. <laughs> no, no, no. But what my, okay. my point it, it, it goes you know, regardless of the of the scandals. Okay, regardless of the scandals. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I think that, I mean, that's just that's just people being people. Well, it comes down to, don't tell me how to live my life if you can't do it and you speak for the religion that's telling me how to do it. But the but it's, it's 
they shouldn't be telling anybody. They shouldn't even be telling themselves. They shouldn't even be using that as a way to inform themselves on how to live. Just they should just use themselves on how to live. Well, then, you know? then we wouldn't have religion. Well, that's there exactly. All right. Yeah. If I don't need religion to know that punching a baby is a bad idea, mm. not because. I'm afraid of a lightning bolt coming down. It's yeah. because punching a baby is a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I don't need church. I don't need God. I don't need the yeah. goddess. I don't need this. I've, that, or the I've other said thing it. To tell I've me, said it a fucking lot. Do that. I, I don't need punishment or reward to be a good person. Yeah. I mean, the afterlife. Oh, give me a fucking break about the afterlife. I would rather the be afterlife a vampire is because everybody's be a... a fucking pussy and is afraid to realize that when you're dead, you're dead. Dead is dead, motherfuckers. Get over it. Yep. Like Fred Gwynn said, sometimes dead is better. I can't do a main accent, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> let's take a break so I can pee. And then we'll we're we're done. We're going we're gonna to do this do Scott. now. All right. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh. <laughs> this happened. Kids guns. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's give everybody guns. A B C D. Shoot that motherfucker. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine millimeter. Ten paces. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> nine millimeter. Ten paces. Angie's mad at me now because I said stuff about pagans. Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Stop being a dick. I don't know how. It's just, I know, huh? <laughs> All right, Angie, as long as we're cool, that's good. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. And welcome to Last Rites, the best segment you've heard on Are You Serious all fucking year. All right, I don't normally jump in on shit like this, but <laughs> this is the exact opposite of, what's that word? The truth. <laughs> Well, technically, if this is the only segment, then it's still true, guys. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty fucked up, huh? Well, what's even more fucked up is that WaxVac commercial you guys played on the show last week. <laughs> that's going to haunt me for months. Well, that got me kind of curious about what other products were out there that we hadn't already heard about. And I think I found one that tops the one you guys played. Oh, Whoa, no. back the fuck up. I tell you what, how about I play it for you and you guys can decide for yourself. Oh, no. We all know we shouldn't use corn cobs to clean or dry our assholes. They even warn us, but we do it anyway. Ah! Stop. There's a better way. Introducing Assvac, the safe and effective way to clean and dry your asshole. Assvac will help your whole family feel better and keep their assholes healthy. <laughs> Here's how it works. Unlike corn cobs that push dirt and harmful shit further into your asshole and can puncture your colon, ouch, Assvac gently draws dirt particles and moisture out of your ass rather than pushing it in. There's nothing else like it. Assvac is quiet. Listen. <laughs> Safe. Its unique safety guard prevents it from going too deep like a foot-long dildo. Ineffective. Oh, 
See how gently it backs water and gravel, leaving your asshole clean and dry. You just empty it out when you're done. Doctors everywhere <laughs> warn against using corn cobs to clean your asshole. Don't use a corn cob to clean your ass, because it can cause significant damage. No one likes water in their ass. <laughs> Don't pound your cheeks red. Use ASVAC instead. What a great fucking idea. ASVAC just makes sense. Stop using other asshole cleaners that just don't work. And stop using corn cobs that can damage your ass. Ah! Call and order the ASVAC now for only $10. Every ASVAC comes with an 8-inch soft color-coded silicone tip for every member of the family. And this handy cleaning brush free. It even has this powerful examining light. But wait, there's more. Call now and we'll include the double-ended ASVAC. <laughs> ASVAC is the gentle, safe, and effective way to clean and dry your asshole. Don't wait. Call now. Well, there you have it. My goodness. The ASVAC. Okay, Chris. If some guy comes up to you and says he thinks the wax vac is the most fucked up commercial out there, what are you going to think after hearing that? He is dead fucking wrong. I agree. <laughs> I hope that commercial gets big. Maybe as big as Chris's penis. How big is your penis, Chris? I don't know the exact size because it's been a while since I've used it. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sure you might have an opportunity here in a few hours with Frank. Damn. You know, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. You're drunk. You want to fuck something. Your standards aren't going to be that high. <laughs> Those would have to be some pretty fucking low standards. I don't remember saying that. Hey. Oh, well. I think I'm going to go. But tune in next week when Chris listens back to this week's show. Holy shit, this show is a mess. And then he watches back on the webcam and finds out he reenacted Brokeback Mountain with Frank. I am going to kill myself. <laughs> Until then, peace and love, guys. Are you serious? It Give gives it. us the power to be an exactly. asshole, but not the right. Ah, the show's <laughs> over. My crotch is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the fuck was I, I talking don't know. I about think he last just week? Edited letters together and spelled things out. Holy shit! I should not drink when we do uh, this show. That is funny. I don't. God, I, I remember. Wish I, could. I remember the wax vac, but I don't remember much after that. That was very funny. Shit! No, that was good. <sighs> Oi. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Scott says in the chat that he wishes he had an ass back video. I'm sure there's some people in California you could call. <laughs> uh, what? You asked me something. Yeah, so anything even resembling a New Year's resolution? No, I don't make those. What's the point? Yeah, if I'm going to no, do something, I'm going to do it, right? It, yeah. So... I know I'm boring like that. No, 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 no. I uh, I have the same resolution every year. You know, don't do heroin. So I just <laughs> and you know, and you always strong. always fuck that up. Like the second week in January. Well, then I get it out of the way. True, true. You just got to stop hanging around with that dude named Heroin. It just helps me get through February. <laughs> February is a rough month. Fucking hate New England. And you're still here. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, we're going to do the end of the show now. Okay. There's the music. Are you serious podcast at gmail.com? And are you serious podcast.com? And send us feedback. Nobody send yeah. him feedback except Scott, which is, you know, fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. Almost. 
but we have I thought we were going to play another Go-Go song. No. Damn you it. thought that. I We only did one break. That's true. Anyway, it's almost time for me to point at the camera, right? All right. Here it comes, end of the show. He practices that all week long. <laughs> Every week. Sometimes because material like that doesn't necessarily respect entirely some of the um, idiosyncrasies of a couple of the major monotheistic doctrines. Um, (laughs) People make the assumption upon listening to such material that I'm not religious myself, Um, which is uh, pretty spot on. Um, (laughs) But sort of beside the point, I don't don't want to be divisive, you know, And, and besides, I think... I think you can be spiritual. I think, I think you can have a deep sense of spirituality without actually adhering to any of the major religions. Um, uh, as it turns out, I'm not at all spiritual. Uh, I've just got this real sense of um, emptiness. <laughs> but I believe in things, you know. I, I believe in um, uh, rocks and um, <laughs> gravity. And, uh, and I have uh, like a relativist morality, which I can manipulate to suit my worldview. <laughs> so that I can justify group sex, for example, whilst abhorring group prayer. <laughs> Works for me. But you, you, you have to admit, really, ironically, I guess, given all the, the religious violence in the world, one of the things that actually binds us all, that, that we all have in common across all cultures and indeed uh, all times since the beginning of recorded thought, is this tendency to invoke the supernatural, to help us explain those things in our lives which we find difficult to explain using only the evidence at hand, you know. Um, a modern example of this I, I saw on telly recently, a show about, um, I was called, uh, I think it was Miracles in the Womb or, um, or Extreme Wombs or <laughs> something, Changing Wombs. 
it wasn't that. Well, anyway, it was about uh, it was about multiple births, and a woman had given birth to naturally conceived identical quadruplet girls, which is very rare. And she said, um, "The doctors told me there was a one in sixty-four million chance that this could happen. It's a miracle." Of course, as we know, it's not because um, because things that have a one in sixty-four million chance of happening happen all the time. <laughs> to presume that your one in sixty-four million chance thing is a miracle is to significantly underestimate the total number of things that there are. <laughs> Maths. It's interesting, actually, now that I live overseas. It, it struck me anew when I when I came back to Australia this time that here we seem this compulsion towards the supernatural and the mystical seems to manifest itself mostly in Australia in in、uh, the presence of bumper stickers. <laughs> you know the ones I'm talking about. They're they're usually purple,、um, and and they they generally imply the existence of a a benevolent spirit of some sort that looking after us all, and especially the people who. Bothered to put the sticker on their bumper.、Uh, they say things like the goddess is dancing, and、um, my favourite probably is、uh, "Don't drive faster than your angel can fly." Uh, uh, as if of all the possible restrictions an angel might face, speed is the. <laughs> is the、uh, unless they're just proposing the possibility of the existence of unfit angels. <laughs> And probably the one that annoys me most,、uh, because it's most common, I think, is、um, I'm sure you've all seen it. Magic happens. Magic happens. They usually sparkle. I just, I just, I don't know what it is about magic happen stickers on cars. But every time I see one, I want to get out my permanent marker and sort of sneak over and write underneath it. So does cop death. <laughs> Under which a spiritual person with their slightly more ephemeral marker might choose to write something like,、um, "Yeah, but sometimes the magician has to do bad magic in order to a test our faith, or b for the purpose of a greater good." Under which someone like me,、uh, with their permanent marker, might choose to write something along the lines of. Fuck off. <laughs> Thus ending an otherwise perfectly sensible bumper-based philosophical argument.、Uh, I, I have a particular religious friend I go head to head with and get very boring at dinner parties with on these sort of、uh, big questions, and、um, he always sort of seems to think that to be sceptical is to be cynical, and that my view of the world sees no beauty. Um, which, which I, I always argue is not the case. I mean, I, I find the world a really exciting place. There are ideas that are a bit more sciencey、um, that are just as exciting as the kind of magicy ones. You know, like like the, 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 one of the greatest ideas of all time, evolution, the theory of natural selection. You know,、um, not only is it um, um, how would you say right. <laughs> I'm just practicing my timing for my、uh, American tour. <laughs> Pause. Right and duck.、Uh, duck.、Um, no, I mean, not only is it good science, but it's also really、uh, thrilling, don't you think? This idea that an individual of a species、uh, can be born, sort of mutated, in a good way. And in the moment of that individual's birth, it holds within its genetic code. 
the potential for its entire species to take a huge evolutionary leap forward. It's amazing. And I always think, what would life have been like being one of those individual mutant freaks? <laughs> you know, what did the other kids think? Imagine being the first dude ever to have feet. <laughs> I reckon that would be really tough. And also, what I wonder is, how did these individuals with their new bits, like, how did they figure out how to use them? Did they just stumble upon their potential purpose one day, just accidentally, you know? I imagine you're a, you're a fish and you're just swimming in the ocean um, with your school and you're all just hanging out, swimming, same as always, because you're um, fish. And, <laughs> and suddenly, out of nowhere, um, Tony... Fucking <laughs> 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 Tony. Tony just goes... Um, I'm getting out. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, freezing. <laughs> You're a fish, Tony. Yeah, well, I'm a cold fish. I just want to pop out for a bit, you know, maybe lie on my towel. <laughs> and bring you an ice cream. Yeah, don't bother, Tony. You're a freak. Come on, school, let's go. Let's ostracise him for being different. Yeah, let's ostracise him. Tony's a freak. Let's ostracise him for being different. No, don't ostracise me. I'm just a little bit different. Oh, buggier then. I'll show you guys. what Tony would think standing there on his brand new feet uh, on the brink of the beginnings of mankind as we know it if, if he could look forward just a few short hundreds of millions of years to see one of his descendants an Israeli Jew by the name of Jesus having a nail hammered through his feet the very feet that Tony provided him with as, as, a, as a punishment for having a sort of schizophrenic discourse with a god who was created by man to explain the existence of feet in the absence of the knowledge of the existence of Tony. <laughs> I, I think that would blow his little fishy mind. This religious friend of mine, uh, arguments often end with him telling me that I'm not very open-minded. Um, and because he's my friend and I respect him, I've written him a song. <laughs> it's called, If You Open Your Mind Too Much, Your Brain Will Fall Out. <laughs> Which I think is brilliant. Uh, it's so, so clever. Um, unfortunately, I didn't come up with it myself. I, I read that in a book. Uh, so to avoid copyright issues, I've given it a subtitle, uh, which is Take My Wife! <laughs> if anyone can show me one example in the history of the world of a single psychic who's been able to prove under reasonable experimental conditions that they are able to read minds. 
And if anyone can show me one example in the history of the world of a single astrologer who's been able to prove under reasonable experimental conditions that they can predict future human events by interpreting celestial signs. And if anyone can show me one example in the history of the world of a single homeopathic practitioner who's been able to prove under reasonable experimental conditions that solutions made up of infinitely tiny particles of good stuff dissolved repeatedly into relatively huge quantities of water have a consistently higher medicinal value than a similarly administered placebo. And if anyone can show me one example in the history of the world of a single spiritual person who's been able to show either empirically or logically the existence of a higher power with any consciousness or interest in the human race or ability to punish or reward humans for their moral choices or that there is any reason other than fear to believe in any version of an afterlife. <laughs> I will give you my piano. One of my legs. And my wife. <laughs> That's all you get, jerks! <laughs>